0: Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility To switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. That's two free weeks at one slash Productive Convo. Again, one slash Productive Convo. Check out 1Password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's one slash Productive Convo for two free weeks. Check it out today CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection. Specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations, CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With Crash Plan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored, with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game-changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy-one-get-one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Hello, my friend, hey, Mister Barty. how, how are, are you? you? I'm doing great. How about you? <clears throat> I
1: am. I am better. Better. Where it, yeah. was everyone sick? Yeah. Well, I was. Ah. I, was I, I had a pretty bad flu for most last week and, yeah. and still kind of.
0: It's going around. Yeah, you know. It's that time of year. Here and there. Yeah, Grace has is home from school today. Because oh. of the, yeah, she just sore throat. You know, like kind of the beginnings of it. So we're like, you know what, with the holiday season, let's just keep you home.
1: Yeah, let's you not know, risk it.
0: Not risk it. That kind of stuff. So. She's not missing anything
1: this time of year. The, the, no, they don't do anything in no, school.
0: No, they're pretty much at the tail end of, of what I mean. Once report cards come home, you know, yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's over. This yeah. is her first
0: letter grade this year too. Uh, oh really? So yeah, grade four is the, where they go back to letter grades. Do you know? Uh-huh. Do you know they How's don't? She doing? She's doing well. She's got A's okay. and B's, um, okay. but B's. Basic. It's really weird. They don't do obviously. They don't do anything below C plus anymore. I don't think. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's no oh. Fs, there's no Es, there's no Ds. What? Yeah, not in grade school.
1: Okay, that's just crazy. I know. What's the point?
0: Well, it's, it, yeah, it's like the whole adage of um, we don't play to when we just play to play. Like, you know, it's that whole, I think it, it breeds, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, 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 but let's, let's, we can talk about this when we, we should start recording in a second. What oh, do you I'm what, surprised you haven't. I, right. I am recording. I am recording. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well then yeah, let's I, just roll. Let's just
1: roll. <laughs> <laughs> this I, was... guess, I mean, I, I have no real agenda. I, you know, I, I figured we'd just get on and we'd find our way once we got going.
0: Yeah, I'm just. Uh, it, it does surprise me because initially it was like uh, grades, like grades one through three. It's like numbered grades, you know, like yeah. ones or twos or threes. Now it's letter grades. But yeah, apparently the lowest they go is like C or C plus or something like that.
1: Which, so, so what is that, you know? But here's the thing, right? If you restrict the, um, you know, the kind of the 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 grading range, then does a B basically become a, a C, you know what for, I mean? For, it's it's
0: it's actually it's relative, right? When you think about right. it, because for us, I mean, a C is like an F.
1: Yeah, like do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I no, I totally get. You know, <laughs> when you have high expectations, it's well.
0: So I'm seeing a lot of Bs on my daughter's credit our credit card or report card.
1: <laughs> credit kind of... Well, pretty pretty much that's what's going to all be pretty soon. <laughs> but I see them <laughs> Welcome to our dystopian future. Exactly.
0: I see them, and I'm like. Uh, You know, because my frame of references, well, B is not an A, like, you know, like, so you can, but but according to the report card, the B is like the, she is exceeding the expectations of the grade. And A is like, she's, A is like an A plus now, you know, so it's hard to and and it's you know it's like the, the, the VCR for us you know the flashing VCR that was like to our parents it's, this is what this is like I'm like oh my god I'm having problems relating to this because my, my uh, education with it was an A was the best you could get and an A plus mm-hmm. was like amazing now the B seems to be like if you get a B, you're awesome, and if you get an A, you're amazing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. B was like always like that. Okay, you got Bs. That's a good report card. C's are yeah. like, mm, you need some mm, average. You know, you need, yeah. yeah. Um, D, you're in trouble. E and F, you're done. But I mean, yeah, for, for most
1: yeah. of school, I would be overjoyed if I had a if I had a B. The only thing I got A's in was. Uh, uh, was social studies in English, everything else I struggled in greatly.
0: See, and I, I did, I got, in grade four, it was funny, my daughter and I were talking about this and I said, you know, I got straight A's except for one C in that uh, C plus actually in grade four. Cause like, what was that? in? I'm like, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife's like, how do you get a C plus in Jim? I'm like, you have seen me, right? Like, <laughs> No, I'm not exactly the most uh, uh, coordinated of, of, of people. So yeah, so it was like the easy thing for them to go. Well, if we don't want to give them straight A's. Well, here we go, Jim. That's what we'll yeah. do. Yeah, that's, that's what we'll do. <laughs> we gotta take them down a notch, but <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it was just it's it again. It, it's it's fascinating when you start to see the the scope of how things changed. And they're changing in my mind again you get that hold back in my day, but that's kind of I mean I get it now it's like you know i should it,
1: mm-hmm. it, it it's it's i it mean be, you know you've become like you finally become your father yeah yeah <laughs> when you start saying these things, but it's true right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i mean uh, so we have a similar issue with uh with Beatrix so um you know, we, we went to Beatrix's conferences a couple of weeks back. And, you know, Beatrix is a sweet and lovely child, but she sometimes lacks confidence. And the, that lack of confidence, uh, we found, uh, could lead to um, lead to some behaviors in the classroom which are were not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly, um, she essentially got caught copying off of someone else's paper in math. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And What's hilarious is that the, that the way in which she was caught was was the typical. Well, you know, the, the her, her answers were identical mm-hmm. to the to the the other kid sitting next to her. Right. And what really red flagged it was. <laughs> She she crosses her sevens. Mm-hmm. Beatrix crosses her sevens. She always has for right. what I don't. She picked it up from Bethany, I believe. Bethany uh, crosses her sevens, i.e., when she draws a seven, she puts a little line through it, mm-hmm. um, she, because she makes ones in the traditional, you yep, know, with the flag at the top. With the flag at the top, yeah. Basically, she makes serif ones, and so crossing her sevens is even more important. But she even copies. She was so good at copying this little girl that like she forgot sevens so it didn't cross
0: right? <laughs> which is really the only way like when you think about it math is it's not subjective right, right. you know like it's either two plus two is four right the theory so you know right. so but with English English is like you get plagiarism is easily caught but yeah the whole right. like, yeah, the, yeah. you can change it up a little bit yeah. here but the encyclopedia brown thing happened there was like I knew she caught, how did you know well <laughs> she didn't flag her <laughs> she didn't she did so
1: cross. So Last night, we're checking up on her, and um, we go on to the parent portal. Parent portal is this, you know, online system with, you know, this design so that parents can go online and look at their kids' marks at any time. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's dependent upon the teachers actually putting the marks in there for parents to look at, which Mm -hmm. is hit or miss in first grade. We've come to find out. Mm -hmm. But, like, even the marks didn't make sense because she's got like 11s and twos and fives and it's like okay but what's what does that mean what mm-hmm. is yeah. on what scale right yeah. and just looking at it we figured out okay well this must be on a different scale than this other thing because it, otherwise it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. and so finally we sent an email to the teacher and we're like you know hey you know why to check in since conferences you know Beatrix you know seems a little bit more confident at home we want to know how she's doing in the classroom and whether or not you know having moved her seat and are working with her and talking to her at home about her confidence and things you know if that would have um you know if that's made a difference oh and by the way um we went on parent portal to try to take a look and see how things are going and we don't quite understand the grading system would you mind explaining it to us and we got a note back from the teacher, and this is also a big part of our problem. Is her, her teacher is one of these people that can say something without actually saying anything? <laughs> She's like the, 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 the Donald Rumsfeld. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld, the first grade teacher. Right? It's, you know, there are things we know we know, <laughs> and there are things we don't know that we know no, we know. Oh no. no. <laughs> right? um, and so, yeah, we were, you know, she sits back this thing that's like, yeah, I've noticed her confidence in class is much greater. I haven't had any additional issues amongst the ones that we discussed and haven't moved her seat. And she seems to be doing better. Thanks.
0: <laughs>
1: but wait a minute. But wait. <laughs> You missed the whole reason we were writing. (laughs) Oh, geez. We're going to have this back and forth. I know it's going to take like several emails just to get to the point of we just want to know what the scale is.
0: (laughs) And and the thing is, is that I'm seeing like these kind of disconnects happening more and more, right? Like, I mean, you probably – I don't know if you can hear in the background right now, but where where my office is, I'm above – there's a little pony area underneath our house, which is where our boilers kept in storage and stuff. And we've been having issues with our ponies. heat. Hmm? Not where you keep ponies? Not where you keep ponies. No, they call it the a... Pon- Look, because it's a small little door. But uh, it's underneath, because we're built... It's our-
1: disappointing.
0: Yes, it is. It would be awesome
1: if there was a pony in there. There there would be really... It would. I would love to see you on a little pony. <laughs> I'd say...
0: I don't that. know how the pony would fit into this thing, but... <laughs> But, but yeah, so, so we're having an issue. We're, 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 we live in an old house like, like you do, right? Um, yeah. So it's, it's radiator heat, but it's boiler, right? So it's, so we had to get a gas and we got gas put in. We had a direct hot water tank, uh, put in, like on demand hot water put in. So we had like a, like a, a wall mounted furnace that went in. Um well in recent months the thermostat we had upstairs wasn't acting right so we replaced it. I replaced it with a Nest turns out the Nest won't work because we have a low voltage thermostat mm. the we had the guys come in who had already serviced the ther- the furnace cuz we thought that was part of the problem uh the, I said okay put in a Honeywell so they put in one yet, the other day um because the heat was kicking in and it wouldn't turn off. Like so we're getting, you know, temperatures in the 80s in our house and we're like we don't we, like it's yeah. winter. We don't need this. For, I mean, yes, we want to be warm, but we don't want to, you know, be in Bermuda. So, um so basically what what's happened is and this is the whole point of the disconnect is I'm trying to explain to them what I've been done. They the one guy said, you know, oh well, he installed an nest, so that's what happened. I'm like, "No." I did what the Nest told me to do, and it was not working beforehand. Now what's happening is that they're having a problem getting our boiler, which has a communication device on it, to talk to the thermostat, which also has a communication device on it. Mm. So the two computers... (laughs) Are not talking to each other, right? Like he Mm -hmm. left, they left yesterday saying it's all fixed. And literally as they drove away, I heard the exhaust come on on the fan uh, downstairs. I'm like, what's going on? Sure enough, the heat's come on. And, (laughs) And I'm like, what is going on? And so he's actually had to call Vancouver, like a tech in Vancouver that's worked with this boiler. Even though they installed this boiler, these guys themselves, because right. the disconnect is just there. And, and I'm seeing more and more of these disconnects, not just in terms of, you know, um, you know like a grading system that I can't quite relate to. Because, yeah, one two three four five, what was wrong with A, B, C, D, E, F? Like, what was wrong with that? Yeah. And, sa- and same thing with this. Like, all we want our thermostat to do upstairs is tell the boiler, turn on. Oh, wait, it's hit its temperature now. Turn off yeah that's all we want it to do, and we seem to be adding complexity to things that don't need that that, that don't need that layer of complexity and it's, yeah. it's it's baffling
1: well and and I think that that's you know that's partly what it comes down to it comes down to this desire to they, um I think to they add call it, complexity. i think, <laughs> I think yeah, they call ahead.
0: it i think they call it progress right
1: yeah, well yeah they <laughs> they call it progress but you know But I come back to what problem does this solve, Mm -hmm. right? And when you look at the solution, you wonder, you know, okay, what's the problem that's trying to be solved here? For instance, you know, is the problem with your children's grading system one where at fourth grade, they don't want to give anyone less than a D or an F. You, right. are, you know, or give, give someone, a kid, a D or an F because they are afraid that, and I, I actually, I'm not sure about this. Maybe there's studies that have shown this, but um, that if you if you mark a kid as a D student or an F student at that early of an age, it has an effect on their ability to actually achieve more, right. to actually do better. Right. You know, they get stuck in the, you know, I guess I'm just not good enough sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I I think, hey, all right, if that's the problem you're trying to solve, that's a very, very valid problem to solve. So, I mean, the thing is, is that there's two really ways to solve that problem. problem one way, the easy way. You know, the way that they obviously chose was just eliminate D's and F's and then no one can get a D and (laughs) F and everybody's an A or B or C student. Right. Um, But does that achieve the same effect? Right. You know, does that change what an A means, what a B means, what a C means? And what does that mean for the C's, the kids who get C's? What does that mean for the kids who get B's? You haven't actually solved the problem. It's
0: also a legacy thing too, right? You know, I mean, what, what, what does the D, what, what means, what does the D represent now? What, what, what was representative of that? What about people who are trying to understand it? How can we better educate people about it instead of just saying, here's report cards. What are the, what this doesn't, cause that's what happens, right? We just look at this and go, what, I don't understand it. And they they just assume well that you should, (laughs)
1: right? Or you know the the hard way to solve it is improve whatever you know the method is that you're using to teach that student. There's something not working. I know this from personal experience, right? Mm -hmm. Um, A a big part of my problem in school was oftentimes that I was bored. It wasn't that. I didn't know the material. It wasn't that I was stupid. It wasn't that I, you know, just couldn't get it. It was just that I was. However, the teaching was happening, just wasn't reaching me at that level. Mm -hmm. Even to the point where, um, oftentimes, I would get bad grades for doing the wrong work. Right. In other words, you assigned me a, a a book assignment. And you say, "Okay, you can pick from this list of books." And I say, "You know what? I hate all of those books. All of those books are stupid." Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yep, that's happening. So, it's happening to my daughter now. I mean, I'm
1: going to read my own book, and I'll do the book assignment. And you can grade me based on my, you know, uh, based on my report on this book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well. You know, I would turn that in. I wouldn't ask anybody. I wouldn't say, "Is it okay for me to do a different book?" I'd just say, "No, you're an idiot." Yep. <laughs> you're wanting me to read this piece of crap, which has nothing to do with what you know, the greatness of American literature or literature in general. I'm going to read this other thing <laughs> that obviously is better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, I mean if I were to go back now and choose again. Well, no, I'd still be right. Yeah, well, um, you, you, but yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying, yep, right? Totally. And and so what you need is you need a teacher who's going to go. You know what? Okay, I get that. The kid has chosen a book. He's not chosen an easy book. It's not choosing something that you know. He's chosen a book that, or maybe it's a book I'm not familiar with. I'm going to read the book and see if that's a book that's appropriate, and I'm going to grade him based on that, yep. right? Yep. And the few teachers that I had, and I'll say mainly in English, but especially in, in social studies, I was co- just completely bored because I was, a, mm-hmm. I was a huge history buff and a huge history fan. And I could walk in and just take tests and ace them, but I didn't want to do the homework. And I didn't want to have to prove that in the traditional way mm-hmm. to anyone, so I didn't do the homework. And that was my problem, you know, and when they would ask me, well, why, are, you know, why are you not doing your homework? Because I know this stuff. The point of homework is for you to take these ideas and to learn them, to ingrain them, to, to get them deeper. I don't need that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. You know, and I can prove to you on the test that I know this stuff. So why why do I have to do this other work, right? Yeah, the problem, um,
0: the problem is, is that, and again, this, I think what happens in these situations is the the. Temp- templates there uh but they make it uh more of a um a rule rather than a guideline do you know yeah. what i mean and yeah. i think and i think some teachers my daughter's teacher right now is really good at making it more of a, of a guideline than mm-hmm. a rule uh, mm-hmm. but there are some out there that go, you know and honestly in in most cases i find it's the teachers that are just there to teach that just to go in
1: do their thing and get out you know yeah. which um, is sad which
0: is sad. but i mean we see that in every kind of profession too
1: well, and I mean, but and it shouldn't and happen, but we do. No, it shouldn't happen, you know. But it's like when I look at kind of corporate culture, for instance, mm-hmm. and see this kind of of standardization of of creativity and results and like you know uh i i just see it as so soul sucking right mm-hmm. and now now you're going to get a lot of email from people who do like six sigma and you know crazy crap like that i, I don't get it no, it doesn't no. make any sense to me some right?
0: people but some people i mean it, it if anything it it in some cases it creates awareness and i totally get that but in mm-hmm. many but in a lot of cases that kind of stuff is implemented to kind of create um Measures, you know, to put measures in place so that to they put yeah.
1: measures in place so that managers can have something to to benchmark yeah. against to make them feel like they are achieving results so that they can look at one quarter and see the benchmark here and the next quarter and see it at this higher level and so, and improve their worth and existence. Guess what? Mm. It, that doesn't prove anything that no, just no. proves that you're able to to read, read. get people to <laughs> follow some you know some obsc- some weird rules like yeah. any any monkey can follow rules it's, if it, he wanted to hire monkeys hire monkeys it's, to it's, do that. it's it's dogmatic yeah
0: it's i mean and and that's and here's the thing is that i think what what happens in these situations. And again, this comes down to, there's so many things happening that we want people just, instead of them looking at the right things, the, okay, just look like, you know what I mean? It's, 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 they distill it down from, we really, in know, and you see it when managers and with people that are in, in positions of authority, um, or even just people that are in, and when I say an authority, they're also in control of their own jobs and their own functions and, and the, the way they tackle their tasks and the things that are on their lists or whatever, if they can approach them in a way that makes sense to them, um, they're looking at it more critically. But in most mm-hmm. cases nowadays, we just say, it just look at this like and get me an answer as quickly as possible because you have 50 million other things that you need to do. And I honestly yeah. think that that's probably what's happened as far as, well, look at it. I mean, look at my 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 heater downstairs. Hey, the controller's built into the, the boiler. Uh, that means it'll control your heat. Well, that's all well and good, but the boiler's in this room underneath my house that I would have yes. to go to adjust things. Yeah. What if it breaks? Well, then the thermostat you control. It was the thermostat was working fine now all of a sudden they're not talking with the grades look ABCDE one two three four five same difference
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: like why and, and I mean honestly if we are um, putting ourselves in a position to uh, to teach our kids and stuff to to be able to function in a society that's getting more and more um, uh, gosh uh, busy. I'll just use the term "busy" as a as a, mm-hmm. as, a as a as a blanket term. Um, do we really want to set them up with uh, the false sense of you're
1: doing well? Yeah, or yeah, or do, do we want or to do set we, or, them or, or, up yeah. with a measure, a meaningless measurement of what doing well means? Mm-hmm. It is right, right. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, getting back to productivityist um, and how this all relates. Um this is the problem with um you know with priority mm-hmm. right you know, priority is this thing that's going to be different between you and me. It's going to be different, you know, with circumstances. It's going to be different depending upon what kind of time we have, what kind of time that thing is, you know, needs to get done in, you know, or or when it needs to get done by, you know, something that I have to do tomorrow isn't obviously a priority today, but suddenly becomes one tomorrow, right? Right. And this is the reason why priority um, in a traditional kind of task management system, um, doesn't necessarily work. Um, at least not in a very static approach to it. Um, right. Priority is dynamic, right? And 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 that and this is the reason why so many task systems fail uh, is because it doesn't take this into account and. And there is no way for a task management system that we have found yet, and there have been many that have tried, and I have yet to see one that actually works, Um, you know, and some would say, well, GTD kind of does this. No, it kind of, yeah, maybe, no. (laughs) Um, But basically, one that kind of gets to know you, your lifestyle, what you've got going on, the other things on your calendar, this sort of and helps you define what's important to do uh, right now.
0: And I don't think anyone I, – I think no matter what system they use – you have to the human approach it's the human it's the human i mean the app is only as good i mean the approach is what you need to focus on first and and the app will help you it's like you know i mean the tool tool won't build the thing on its own it needs someone to use the tool well this
1: is one of the reasons i like pen and paper is mm -hmm. because it's it's a tool that's flexible enough to adapt to anything i want to use
0: Right. Did you? By the way, did you order the uh, Apprentice limited editions from Baron
1: Fig? Uh, uh, They were sent to me by my by my good friends at uh, Baron Fig. Nice.
0: And you got the juggler too, right? The limited edition. Yes,
1: yes. And I I opened it up and I immediately thought, "Oh my gosh, it's Mike Vardy Green." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they,
0: they they arrived yesterday um but uh one of the things i, I wanted to touch on because uh, I, this book has been really kind of hitting the news a lot more lately before we wrap up because you mentioned priority and i noticed how you mentioned priority as a singular term as opposed to priorities, mm-hmm. priorities which of course that's... did not exist so you're, mm-hmm. you are know i'm going to touch on greg McEwan's essentialism right have you read uh, that yeah. book
1: yet i have yet to read it i am sorry No, it's 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 it's, it's okay. I failed this podcast.
0: You're gonna you're gonna basically be reading it as you read it, and you're gonna be nodding your head. Because okay. it's a lot of the stuff you've talked about, a lot of stuff we've all talked about. You know, it just obviously presented differently. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really – it's one of those things where – and I guess this kind of ties into back to the whole like subjectivity of what resonates and what doesn't is that all of a sudden this book is the new hotness because like, oh my god, this guy is talking about some stuff. Essentialism, it's so – I'm like, you know uh, – uh, Greg, great book, <laughs> good job, and McEwen. Yeah. But we've a bunch of us have been talking about this for a long time. It's just yeah. how the message is conveyed and who connects with it you know, yeah. at a specific yeah. time.
1: Yeah. Well, and and I th- you know I think that um, you know what it comes down to is this it, all of these things that we talk about. Yeah. Uh, you know me, ranting and raving about putting you know about tasks being a, an essential part of your calendaring. Um, you know, da da, da. Uh, You you know with your um, now now year you know stuff, whatever. David Allen with GTD, mm-hmm. Greg Essentialism, all of this stuff are helpful suggestions. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. They're, they're they're ideas. They're frameworks, right? Um, They are things that are meant for you to take and for you to ponder and then for you to go off on your own and use these, the piece of this and a piece of that and then figure out what works for you, right? Um, I'm not going to claim that, you know, uh, putting your tasks on your calendar, you know, works for everybody, yeah, I, I try to make the strong argument that people are doing it anyway. They're just not being honest with the fact that they're doing it, but that's neither here nor there. Delude yourself if you want into believing that you're not doing it. I <laughs> love, it, love it, how you but, reinforce the it, argument again. That's all you know I can't resist. <laughs> um, but but the you know the, the bottom line is is that that might not work for you. That might not work with the way that you work. You're one of those people who sees, you know, oh, I don't want all of that stuff cluttering my, or, my or, calendar. Or, or it might only right. work with an aspect of your life. Right. It might work with something, right? Yeah. It may not work with, with uh, you know, maybe uh, going to the bank, but it might work with doing the dishes. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for me, it certainly works with taking out the recycling and taking out the trash because... Quite frankly, you know, you have to – for here, I actually have to do the trash, especially the night before because because the garbage folks come so early. I mean they come at like 6 in the morning. Yep. And so if I don't get the trash out at night, I, yeah, where, and where, I forget. Where, where, I have to get it out on Thursday night despite the fact that it's picked up on Friday
0: morning. Whereas whereas I'll put it in my task app listed as uh, something I have to do the day before because right. you, you, so it's it's teaching it's interesting there's this post that some really really wise man wrote called sensible defaults I'm Yeah, think of who it was.
1: I have no idea, <laughs> but, but you think know, you just—I I think that same guy just put out put out a book called "This Could Help." There you, you go. You can get it on Kindle, paperback, uh, and EPUB if you go to patrickroan.com slash book. Patrick Roone—that's his name. PatrickRone.com right. slash books. Yes, I should have. Um, I should have I sensible defaults. I, I,
0: I should have him back on the podcast soon. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but no, these are like, all sensible defaults. All of these, yeah. any of these things that you take, whether you take you know the strike through system dash plus. Whether you take you know OmniFocus or Todoist or, wh- or whether you say I'm going to use Sunrise or Timefold, what it doesn't matter. If you pick like the thing that your brain goes to it's like, oh, this needs to go here. This needs to go. Yeah. So the, that's what all of all of these systems are built on. Those like you, like you've you've professed sensible defaults that that are sensible for you, right? As a, exactly. As and
1: and that make the most sense. That you're like, okay, this resonates with me. I'm going to give this a try. Yep. Yeah, this just works. Terrific. It works for you. It doesn't work for you. I I don't know read, find something else come up with your own thing you yeah, there, know there's
0: there's no shortage of information and and oh, and, and philosophical meanderings about this stuff yeah. out there either so and it's
1: all right and it's all wrong yeah. i'm just telling you that Ooh, it, there's, it's there's, all right for somebody and all wrong for someone else
0: that's that's a that's a post right there it's all right and it's all wrong
1: yeah There you go.
0: Um, Patrick, uh, thanks so much again for being on the show. I love chatting with you. We're going to do this again. Yeah, this is great. In fact, as soon as we're done, we're going to schedule another one because this this is the kind of stuff that everyone enjoys listening to. So thanks again, buddy.
1: Well, thank you for having me. I love doing this. Cheers.
0: Cheers.